Show with Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels on Saturday mornings from 10 to noon on 106.1 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening and welcome to All Access on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicades, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, University of New Orleans play-by-play voice Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and Cumulus Radio New Orleans. All right, we're going to get to lots of football, of course, but a couple things to mention first. America's team, the Houston Astros, moving on to their fifth consecutive American League Championship Series. That's only relevant on this program because I'm a fan, and it makes me happy. That's right, the bad guys, the lovable bad guys are moving on. Should be a great series with Boston. Now, two, okay, so part of my relaxation what I just don't want to think is watching old reruns of The Price is Right. Don't judge me. And my great producer, Rudy Dixon, is going to be challenged here. Because I mentioned right before we went on about this. Okay. On the show, I think it's called a Lucky Number for the Car, where you have to guess each digit of the car. But you're given $7 bills. And for each number you're off on each guess, you have to give $1 back. But as long as you have $1 left after guessing all the numbers, you win the car for folks out there. Rudy, I know you're familiar with it. Let's say now that, Rudy, you have guessed every number right until the last one, which probably in the... 50 years of the show has happened, you know, you can count it on both hands easily. Let's say that happens, okay? So you've got $7, Rudy. You got me? I'm with you. Okay. And you just have to have $1 left. And you get to guess this last number. And, again, the number, it's going to be between 0 and 9. What are you going to guess? Uh, seven? <laughs> you can. You can guess seven, yes. Right, you can. Let's say, though, that it's zero. If the number winds up being zero, what happens? You're off seven, right? So you lose. So why wouldn't you guess right in the middle three numbers available? so that you can't lose. I actually saw a rerun where the woman did this and she guessed zero <laughs> for the last number. And it was eight. She lost. And I couldn't believe it. 
And I can't tell you how old this episode was, but come on. We're not talking calculus, algebra here. <laughs> I guess, you know, we see people make simple mistakes before. And, you know, and I will lead this into sports, right, in, into football. You're under pressure, bright lights, cameras on you, big audience, a lot of people yelling a lot of stuff. I guess you could lose it for the moment, right? You're not thinking clearly like you would want to in that situation with something big at stake. Like for most people, winning a car is a pretty big deal. Well, that's what we talk about when it comes to players and coaches in sports. In sports where the pressure's on. You're being judged. You're playing in front of crowds. You have to make split-second decisions. It's a challenge. And it's very important, unlike somebody being pulled out of the audience for The Price is Right, that you're focused, that you are locked in, that you are prepared because you're not surprised like you're being pulled out of the audience for a game show. It's extremely important that you do everything possible to be prepared on game day. You give yourself the best chance to win. Coaches know that. I think because of what we cover and how we cover it, both Nash Icon and Crescent City Sports, we'll have a lot of local coaches that listen particularly on the high school level because of our prep coverage. We appreciate the jobs they have to do. They face pressure just like the college and pro coaches. The only difference is probably, is definitely, the money involved and the overall size of the audience critiquing you. That's why when we go back to Ed Ogeron's failure at LSU... How, why it's so indefensible. Because you've got it made in the shade if you're him, or you should have. You had the greatest college football season ever, in many people's opinion, and certainly the greatest in LSU history, less than two years ago. And there was a formula formula that many now derisively joke was clearly written down in a binder that got you the full-time job to begin with and all you had to do was keep following that formula and make sure that you did everything in your power to be able to follow that formula the CEO model was the formula and when you're successful running it that means that it's a challenge to maintain it, but you happen to be working at a place with the ability to pay people so that you don't really have any excuse at all not to be able to maintain it. So that when a Joe Brady or a Dave Aranda leave because of the success of your program as coordinators ready to take steps up, whether it be for their own head coaching job or 
an NFL coordinator's job rather than college. You simply just have to go out there and win over the best possible replacements. And to tell them, I'm hiring you to do what you need to do, and I'm not going to get in your way. We have a general vision we have to share. We can't possibly work with each other. And after that, I trust you. It's your baby. I'll oversee the organization. You oversee your department. And he couldn't do it. And in part because whether you believe the rumblings or not, because he couldn't get along right with the people that he was replacing in the first place that were there when he did win it all. Because it doesn't seem like they enjoyed working for him that much. That's something that can't happen if you're entirely dependent upon those people to have the success that you need because you're not somebody that has any expertise in overseeing schemes and play calling on either side of the ball because you're not much of a game manager because that's the thing right the hardest thing for any person to do especially when they're in charge of something and of other people is to admit their shortcomings we all have egos and when you get to that point you've got to have an ego to get to that point and to maintain it and handle the pressure and to believe that you can convince other people to follow you to do what needs to be done to pull in the same direction and yet you have to admit your shortcomings or when you've made a mistake. Look at the difference between that with Orgeron, who apparently burned his reputation in less than a year from having the best football team in college history to not being able to find and hire adequate experienced coordinators to replace the ones that you not only hired wrongly, but you didn't even interview on the defensive side. You didn't find another dynamic but similar person because that's what you wanted to see maintained to replace Brady, to keep that offense going, and you didn't fully vet the plans and the understanding and use other resources to help you get it right to replace your defensive coordinator. Although you just wanted, quote, a more attacking style. And then a, a year later, you're having to replace both of those people. And you're not able to get anybody experience. And when you think about how valuable the job itself is, how everybody behind the scenes reporting on the story locally nationally has heard this is the job it's top five job in the country it's a better job than the opening currently at usc lsu is going to get the best possible coach available well that should have been true for ogeron as well with the salary lsu pays and the ability to succeed for his coordinators couldn't do it. 
and part of it you have to believe throwing all the off the field stuff out of it just talking football and what it takes to win you have to wonder if it's it's the matter of not being able to realize one's shortcomings and make sure they don't get in the way can't let your ego get in the way especially when you don't have that strength to step in and say oh things aren't right I'm just going to take over play calling on the defensive side of the ball I can't do that and they have to be so good at their jobs that you know even during games making the right decisions hmm? game management not so good and we know what his strengths are his ability to generate enthusiasm. And although we can now pick apart how those highly rated recruiting classes in recent years have actually gone, maybe some of that is player development, and again, that's coaching staff decisions, but also maybe it's recognition of the talent available and making the right choices there. When you have choices because you're LSU, And then you see the difference. A coach that, make no mistake about it, Sean Payton has a huge ego. He wouldn't be where he is if he didn't. He has great confidence in himself. He's done a fantastic job making the New Orleans Saints a consistent winner. They haven't been a consistent winner over these 15 years that he's been in charge. But they've not been a loser, really. Certainly not a mediocre team, a bad team in all those years. And in part because, hey, he's a guy who's he's an offense guy, former quarterback, offensive coordinator, quarterback's coach. That's his strength. And it took a while to be able at times to find the right coordinator on the defensive side of the ball to get the results he needed over time, but he's worked hard to find that. That's somebody who realizes, hey, I know what my strengths are, and I know what I need to complement me. And he does a pretty good job of keeping assistance. They don't leave unless they're getting true promotions. Because why would they? Because they like working with them and winning games. And even on the small side of things, areas that are supposed to be his strengths, where sometimes he's not right. He knows everybody was right, that he didn't have his best day against the Giants. And he knows what I and others talked about was true about the big picture for this season, and maybe beyond, when it comes to the offense and Jameis Winston. Peyton understood that, yeah, I know I've got Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith out. Yeah, and that's a big deal. They would be two of my top three receivers. And we're not exactly a great receiving core to begin with. And I have this quarterback that has a propensity from his past to make too many mistakes. And yet, he did take it to heart that I've got to let Winston Loose a little bit more. I've got to see what I have with him. I've got to 
try to raise the ceiling of our team for the season because we need to be more balanced and dynamic offensively. We've got to be able to score more points. We've got to get our quarterback in a rhythm for when we need him to make plays. And I've got to find out what I have with this guy because we've got a big decision to make at the end of the season with him and Taysom Hill out of contract. Are we going to move forward with this guy? Well, I'm not going to find out having him throw for 148 yards a game. I don't want to lose another game like the Giants game where our defense has a bad, well, basically just a bad quarter plus, maybe two quarters in total game time, and put that much pressure on them every week. When if I have an advantage in the game, I want to put it away. And if I fall behind or I'm in a dogfight, I want to have an offense that can take charge, finish things off. And he did that, did Sean Payton at Washington on Sunday. And Jameis Winston had a fumble, a couple picks, right? Boom. Uh-oh, looked like old Jameis early in the game. And yet, Sean Payton didn't just go into a shell schematically, play-calling-wise. No, 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 no. You can't do that. You got to open it up. And he knew he didn't get the ball against the Giants in the passing game to his best weapon, Alvin Kamara, enough. Fix that problem, too. Because you're not always going to be right. You can't let your ego get in the way of these people questioning me. The defense, he could have said, oh, the defense lost the game. Not me. Not my offense. No, that's not how it works. He's the head coach. Trying to do his best to win every game and have the best possible season. And he did everything he needed to do, and his team was able to take over in the fourth quarter. And his offense played with more confidence. His quarterback played with more confidence. It's big. That's coaching. That's leadership. You have to have somebody who can do all that and can respond to adversity and can respond when he's had a bad stretch or bad day. And that's what doesn't happen in Baton Rouge because the guy in charge is not capable of that. He's got to have too much go right around him to be successful. And that's why eventually in this calendar year, somebody else is going to have that job as they should. And we do have to talk a little bit about who that might be. I need to see, before I even judge whether for the rest of the way and saying, hey, if you could install an interim coach and try to get a, a jolt out of that, even if temporary, if that's something you need to do for a season that's essentially lost anyway, With the thinking being that there have been some player quitting going on. What we saw is Kentucky pounded them into submission. We're going to see Florida at the very least. Because that wasn't an issue before the Kentucky game. But it could be just the mounting situations too much. When everybody loses confidence, 
the focus is gone. How do you win? But we need to see Florida. Now, if LSU would have made the move to go interim right then and there, everybody would have understood it. But I also understand why they haven't. Now we'll talk about whenever that move happens, the inevitable. What is a necessity above all else in the hiring? I'm Jude Young. It's all access. I'm with you always on Tuesday night in this particular hour. 504-260-1061 number. That's 504-260-1061. More football talk, of course, coming up. And a little mixed in thoughts about the Pelicans as they're done with the preseason and look ahead to hopefully better days in the regular season on their NBA journey. All that next on 106.1 FM. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 106.1 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. So, what are you sipping? Whether it's our freshly ground coffee to wake you up or an icy Polar Pop cup or froster to keep you going, our new Sip and Save drink subscription at Circle K will keep you refreshed every day. Join Circle K's Sip and Save and grab any size drink every day for just $5.99 a month. Yeah! Start sipping and saving today. Just sign up with your mobile number when you check out at Circle K. Limited time offer at participating locations. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. Since 1935, the All-State Sugar Bowl has been a proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. Through its annual support of college football and amateur sports, the Sugar Bowl attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors to the state, providing countless opportunities for young people. Resources from these events enable the Sugar Bowl to support education and community programs impacting thousands of New Orleans area teachers and citizens. The All-State Sugar Bowl, proud to host the best of the Big 12 and the SEC in the Superdome on New Year's Day 2022. Refresh your wardrobe for fall with Banana Republic Factory. Everything's 40 to 70% off, including season favorites like soft sweaters, easy jeans, warm outerwear, and more. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. This report is sponsored by Circle K. Sip and save at Circle K with their new drink subscription. Enjoy one coffee or fountain drink every day for only $5.99 a month. Sign up in-store. Circle K, take it easy. I'm Ken Trahan. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. The hits just keep on coming for LSU football. Tiger star wide receiver Keishon Boutte out for the year after getting injured against Kentucky. Ed O'Shawn confirmed the injury Monday. Boutte with 38 catches, 509 yards, 9 touchdowns, LSU's best player. Speaking at his weekly press briefing, O'Shawn said no one has told him anything about his job status and that as far as he knows, he's the head coach. And that's all that matters. O'Shawn said he will remain positive and understands the expectations. LSU's October 23rd game at Ole Miss will 
will kick off at 2.30 and will be televised by CBS. LSU back in action Saturday against Florida at 11 a.m. on ESPN. Number 14, Southeastern Louisiana, now number 11 in the nation in both FCS polls this week, and they swept the Southland Conference Player of the Week honors. Linebacker Alexis Ramos, Defensive Player of the Week, wide receiver kick return specialist Gage Larverdane, Special Teams Player of the Week, and quarterback Cole Kelly, the Offensive Player of the Week. Kelly also gets the FCS National Player of the Week for his performance against Nichols. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your mind? Time to express your thoughts by calling Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Jude Young with you. Happy to be with you. Happy to talk even during the tough times about what's going on in the local world of sports. And we have to keep alluding back to LSU. Saints are on the bye, three and two, like Les East writes for Crescent City Sports. Good position, considering the injuries. They can move forward and be a playoff team. They really needed to have their head above water and their record above 500 to do it. And if you consider, even though it was a thorough victory over Green Bay, you could have understood them losing that game, and you don't really understand the Saints blowing the Giants game. So it evened out. Wins away from home, too. That's really impressive. Even though it was a home game, beating Green Bay and Jacksonville, but then able to go to New England, able to go to Washington. It's good. Sean Payton's team's consistently good at winning on the road. Just got to take care of business at home moving forward. And it should be enough if the injury bug doesn't bite too hard. Because remember, we're talking about guys like Mike Thomas coming back but other guys are going to get hurt. It's the way it goes. you got to have the right balance there and be good enough over the course of the season. And the Saints, although they lack the depth they used to have, they were about to have other guys come back after the spot. A good number of guys. And that may be time to go on a nice run here. As for LSU... And talking about the not-too-distant future and hiring someone to take over the football program. There are so many qualities, characteristics, strengths that you want to look for. It's a lot of vetting that needs to be done in order to get it right. To get the right person. But... There's one quality that when you look at a lot of the candidates that have already been mentioned that removes some of your options right off the top because there are options out there that keep coming up like Lane Kiffin, like Hugh Freeze. And I'm not saying that those two should be counted out because like Orgeron, they've also been head coaches at Ole Miss before. (laughs) Not connected in that way. But you could argue somewhat connected in another. 
LSU's last two head coaches have been characters. Les Miles, Ed Ogeron. And some of that character has been a problem on the field to the frustration of onlookers. There's been great success for both of them. They won national championships. Not taking that away from them. But consistency? You got to question a little bit the end of Miles. I know his overall record. Can't argue with that either. But he did earn his firing in the end. And not talking about the off the field issues that are still in question. I think it's very important. I'm going to throw this word out there. I think it's very important and maybe above everything else that LSU's next head football coach is a obviously qualified but boring head coach. Yes, boring. You want a guy that's just there to do a job that's straight-laced. That you, although you never truly know a guy's background, that you have a pretty good idea that he doesn't bring baggage because of personality, off-field, quirkiness. I think LSU football's had enough quirkiness for a while when it's in a position to always be a contender. A contender where 8-4 and four is a terrible season. That's who LSU is. That should be a terrible season. It's not going to be in this case. And that's the problem. A straight-laced guy is going to get that job done. He's about football. He's a football coach. He's a player manager. He's a coaching staff manager. He handles his business in front of microphones and cameras in a professional, almost formulaic way. Because none of that stuff is going to benefit the football program if it's different from boring. If the players trust you. They don't have to find you entertaining. They're going to play for you because they're going to agree to play for you in the first place because you're going to give them a vision for how they're going to fit in and succeed playing for you. They're not going to need any nonsense. You're straightforward with them from the start and they decide to sign with you. Then why would you change that tact? Sure, your assistants take a lot of the lead in making those relationships, but this is the guy we're talking about who hires those assistants who establish those relationships so that there's no nonsense and honesty and the guy's like, I want to play at LSU because of LSU and I know the people that I'm playing for aren't going to steer me in the right direction. No nonsense. No BS. And the head coach's ego's not going to get in the way like we've seen other than Nick Saban since the late 90s, LSU head coaches put their job in jeopardy and then lose them or soon to lose it because they let their ego get in the way. Jared Donardo meddling with his offense over and over again. 
making the wrong coordinator decisions. Les Miles, another guy like DiNardo, a former O-lineman, meddling with his offense and his vision for it, not realizing that times were changing. As much as anything, certainly on the field, it's what cost him his job. And Ed Ogeron not meddling, but simply not realizing he's got to get the right people and let them do the job. He's got to get those coordinators right. He's got the special teams coach right, Greg McMahon. But that's about it. You got to have a head coach who doesn't make those mistakes, who hires the right guys. Because it's hard, even if you're really good at your job. Like, look at this year and the problems Tulane has had. Willie Fritz has had, who's a good coach with a great track record of consistency wherever he's been, with two new coordinators and the problems that have come from it. Defense especially, even though it's a former assistant of his. It's been at Tulane. Not an experienced defensive coordinator, Chris Hampton. Been a problem. Offensive coordinator, Chip Long, trying to make Tulane more diverse and more pass-oriented. It's affected their identity, especially at a bad time where the running game would probably, as it has been in recent years, have helped hide the defense's problems a little bit more. Instead, it's blowing up on Fritz. have no doubt he can fix those problems because he's got a track record. And he's a no-nonsense guy. No stupid video clips, quirky things. You can trust him and his track record. LSU needs somebody like that. So, guy like Hugh Freeze, his issues off the field, that's a distraction. Can't have it. It's why he's not at Ole Miss anymore, not because he wasn't winning. Lane Kiffin and his juvenile antics, funny for us to see in press conferences. Sound bites are great. And there's no doubt the guy can coach or he wouldn't be Mentioned as a candidate to begin with. LSU doesn't need a guy like that right now. Hey, somebody boring like Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. It's a big step up from Cincinnati, but he's got the background with Ohio State, player, assistant coach. He had a bad interim season with the Urban Meyer mess a decade ago, but he's proven his mettle since then. So if that's a guy you want, that's the guy you go for. And he has to say yes because he's he values things more than just football. He values where he lives. He's an Ohio guy. He may not he may be willing to turn down LSU. He's turned down other Power 5 jobs. LSU's the biggest one he would have been offered yet if he is, but still, that's good. The guy's a measured thinking man. Chris Peterson was somebody that LSU Athletic Director Scott Woodward has hired before when he was at Washington. Got him from Boise State. Good hire. But there's a reason why Peterson is working in television as an analyst right now because he's he burned out. And part of decisions of where he's coached is because of the medical needs of a child of his, okay? And when you see this guy, even on TV now, you don't get... TV personality out of him. You get straight shooter. Knows what he's talking about. That's how he coached. 
That's how he did so well at Boise State. Heck, the quirkiest thing he ever did is his weird robotic celebration of that big Boise State Fiesta Bowl upset of Oklahoma, that wild game we'll never forget. That's what LSU needs right now. Somebody who's just going to do the job and knows how to do the job and how to build the staff and recruit and manage players and develop. And nothing else is going to get in the way. That's why you don't take chances on people that have any red flags personality-wise in their background. Can't take a chance. And Freeze, I think, is the better coach than Kiffin. He's good. He's killing it at Liberty. But at the same time, he's done weird things like coach from a bed in the press box (laughs) at Liberty. This is since Ole Miss. And the fact that this is an LSU not only program, but the school itself dealing with these Title IX questions, and this is a man who was you know, a background of using school phone to set up liaisons with ladies of the evening. That's why he walked away scot-free, no money from Ole Miss. He had no leg to stand on. Can't take a risk on that guy. And you don't want a guy with the Lane Kiffin background. Enough of the circus and any questions about a guy's maturity for what you need at LSU. I know the vetting's going on. It's been going on. I'm sure it started in earnest after UCLA, and now it's intensified. And that's not direct contact with coaches. That's their agents, the power players, the Jimmy Sextons of the world. That's happening. Some big-time boosters involved. The AD, I'm sure. It's common sense. It's how it works. It's just got to be... If I'm LSU, I want to get the most qualified, boring guy available. Because let's be honest, boring isn't so bad. Nick Saban, he's gotten more interesting because he's been around so long, but in the end, he's really just a boring machine who wins a ton of football games, who runs a program just like he is, like a machine And since that is the school you're directly competing with, that's a good target (laughs) of personality-wise. You're not going to find another Nick Saban. There won't be another. But that mold is pretty good mold. And it keeps you out of the headlines for the wrong reasons. Which right now isn't as important as getting back to winning because it never is anywhere, no matter what anybody tells you. But it's pretty important right now in Baton Rouge. 504-260-1061, the number. Jude Young with you all access every Tuesday. Again, 260-1061. We'll take another time out when we come back, look at more headlines. We'll update on what you can see this weekend on CrescentCitySports.com. And a look at the headlines from that fine website as well on Nash Icon 106.1 FM.
Hate checking your mailbox because you owe money to the IRS? Stop pretending it'll magically go away. The IRS can garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, even take your home or business. Scary stuff. Thankfully, there's a new way to get right with the IRS. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, an IRS program created specifically to help taxpayers struggling due to the pandemic. This powerful program provides new, more flexible options that can make resolving your tax problems easier. If you qualify, it could save you money. No Nobody knows this program like America's number one tax relief firm, Optima Tax Relief. Optima will stand between you and the IRS, fighting to help stop aggressive collection actions and helping to protect your assets. Don't wait till it's too late. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This LSU report is brought to you by Southland Plumbing and Lighting Supply. With two locations to serve you, Metairie and Mandeville. How about them Tigers? Don't let the score fool you. It wasn't that close. Kentucky whips the Tigers 42-21 after the Cats go up 21-0 early in the third quarter. Tigers never get closer than 14 points. Tigers give up 330 yards rushing. Coach O says after the game, we have to tackle better. Guess that's why he makes the big bucks. How can a team loaded with four- and five-star recruits get humiliated by a team whose only five-star recruits play with a round ball in Rupp Arena? Answer might be in the Tiger locker room. One bright side Saturday, Bama got beat. Next loss, Florida and Death Valley for 11 a.m. kickoff. Might break out the scotch at 8 a.m. Remember, buy local and buy from a Tiger. This weekly LSU Tiger football game recap is courtesy of Southland Plumbing and Lighting Supply and Alan Venturilla, locally owned and operated for over five decades. Tired of being tired. New Zequil Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep is a melatonin-free sleep aid made with clinically studied plant-based ingredients to help promote better restorative sleep. Sleep this good, feel this good. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Is finding the right candidate slowing you down? Cut straight to your hired with Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in the same place. To find your next great hire, visit Indeed.com slash credit. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine and WhereYouAt.com with your weekend picks for 1061 Nash Icon, sponsored by Sky Vodka. For great live music this Thursday, check out John Cleary live in concert at the Three Keys inside the Ace Hotel. Tickets are $20 and the show starts at 8 p.m. Want to catch the big LSU versus Florida game on the big screen? Head over to Harris Casino on Saturday morning. It's free to get in and free drinks while you play. For more info on what to do this weekend, log on to whereyat.com and click on the community calendar. And be sure to pick up the latest issue of Where You At Magazine in locations all over town. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Jude Young on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Got some good stuff on CrescentCitySports.com. We always have great analysis. I mentioned Les Easter's article on Saints inconsistent, but three and twos 
Adequate. Adequate is fine. It's five games into a 17-game season. A little bit more on where they stand from less. And you can check out a guy who's been doing draft analysis for basically four decades now. Al Dupuy. So far, so good, he says, with the Saints rookie draft class. It's hard to argue with it. Looks like they've done well again. And they do things that when fans get into their pre-draft excitement and say, oh, I'd love them to be aggressive here and go for this position there. And why'd they give up on that guy to draft a lineman or another linebacker? And then you look at what the Saints have gotten already out of their rookies, out of their first two-day picks, right? Three of them. Peyton Turner, especially with Marcus Davenport hurt again. It's been important. Pete Werner was banged up early and still, just like his scouting report said, a linebacker who's ready to play in the NFL. How good can he be? We'll see. Well, he's had 23 tackles the last two weeks. He's always around the ball. He knows where he's supposed to be. He allows Demario Davis to freelance. And considering... Quan Alexander didn't last long staying healthy, coming back from the Achilles. Who knows when he's going to be back this time? Looks like a smart draft pick. And this is a team that also invested a third rounder and a linebacker the year before. They're not going to wait around on guys to develop. Vaughn wasn't ready to play, making essentially a position change. And may never contribute regularly for the Saints. Saints filled the need cheaply. Second round pick, late second rounder, with a guy who looks like a winner. And, of course, what Paulson Adebo's been doing, to the point where he's kept a starter you traded for off the field at times. Bradley Roby. It's an investment Saints made to get the veteran from the Texans, and yet Adebo's been good enough and learning on the job quickly enough. Pretty good for a third-round pick. Looks like he could be a long-term starting corner in the NFL. Anytime you do that, it's good business. Not to mention they liked Ian Book from training camp in the preseason. Landon Young, longtime SEC starting lineman. So far, so good there. And a seventh-rounder on the practice squad, Quan Baker. Who knows? That's a seventh-rounder. And you've done pretty doggone well, it looks like, with the rest of them. That's why the Saints have stayed good. Not just having Sean Payton running the show extremely well. You've got to consistently draft well because you're going to lose players to injury. You're going to lose players because you can't pay them all. That's been a, as big a secret to the Saints' success as any. So Al Dupuy's breakdown of that is worth checking out. And, of course, the Pelicans. Got to redirect into the NBA now with the season about to start. It's a weird deal how this team, this franchise, has been snake bit. You can easily pick apart a lot of decisions that probably shouldn't have been made to over a long period of time going back to the beginning of the Dell Demps era. But the man wasn't lucky. And you can pick apart what David Griffin has done. He had to undo mistakes 
from the previous offseason in this past one in order to remake the roster. But now he's not looking terribly lucky because the whole thing's built around Zion Williamson, and here he comes in with a foot injury again, and he looks on the bigger side again, and he's not able to work out or prepare for the season full-time, and the time frame they gave at media day at the beginning of training camp in the preseason doesn't look like it's going to work out. He's not going to be starting the season with the team. And that's who you're, you're building around. When teams lose their superstars, their chances decrease significantly for success. Let's say he misses 10 games. That's going to hurt a team that's supposed to be built around him to complement him. I think Willie Green gets it. He's a good hire who's going to work well with a bunch of players who have hard-working mentalities. They're going to listen to their coaches. They're going to believe in their roles, and they're going to play hard, and they'll be consistent. That'll make the team better defensively. The overall talent on hand will definitely shoot better than last year's team. Devontae Graham, what looks like a steal of a first-round pick, and Trey Murphy, those two alone are going to make a huge difference as far as spacing the floor. As many minutes as they're going to play and their ability to hit the three will be a concern for opponents. Brandon Ingram, you would think, even though they held him back in the preseason because of a nick, right? Not a major deal like Williamson. He's a good player. He's going to be a reliable guy. I have a feeling Green and his staff will be able to get the most out of his minutes and figure out a way to give him a chance to be the best closer he can be without Williamson around for as long as that may be. And just the the, the collection of guys, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, good guy, improving player. Boy, if his shot becomes more consistent, he could be a stud. The big man, Valanchunas, is going to be a solid, more consistent contributor on the offensive end than what they had last year at center. They've got nice pieces. Jackson Hayes may be a wild card. What are you going to get out of him? Hearing things, seeing some things about his ability to shoot from the outside. That could really fit, especially with a Zion Williamson built lineup. I think they're going to be fine. I think the chemistry is just going to be better, and that's going to help game in, game out. Don't worry about what you've seen in these scores in the preseason games with different lineup combinations, and oh, by the way, you're by far two best players not in them. But it is a problem if you don't have Williamson. Now, short term, the Pelicans can sneak up on you and win more games than you'd expect until Zion is back. That's what I'm sort of expecting. Maybe I'm expecting too much, but I just have a hunch that Green's going to be able to get that out of these guys. And early in the season is when you can pull this stuff off. A hungry team that really plays hard and together while other teams are slow playing, especially those veteran teams that know who they are and what they have. That could help 
the Pelicans get to that point where, hey, they just got to get their win total in the 40s. They're probably going to be a playoff team. They don't have distractions like Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving. Right? They they just have a bunch of guys that are looking to prove themselves with a coach who's looking to prove himself. And I think the camaraderie and the ability to pull together and play hard, and you can get away with that for a while, and especially the early part of an NBA season. And if the Pelicans can do that and get Williamson back, will at least be fun to watch. And it's hard to imagine a team that was efficient offensively as the Pels were without being able to hit the three, that they're going to be better at the long-range shot. That'll create more spacing. That'll make the Pels even more dangerous with Valanchunas and Zion and Ingram scoring from inside the arc. It should work out. Defense needs to be better, no doubt. That's a team concept. Again, if you've got guys working hard, and that's been a focus since the start of training camp, you'll get more of that out of a young, hungry team. A bunch of guys with something to prove than you got out of last year's team over an entire season. Everybody's pulling the rope in the same direction, except maybe Zion. But when he's on the floor, he's pulling it in the same direction. He's always going to play hard for his teammates. So that's not even a concern. Winning to make him happy is a concern. And him continuing to mature on and off the floor is the concern. Everything else seems to be lining up better. They need to be a playoff team. And then go from there. At least it's that simple for David Griffin, who I think at this point, if that doesn't happen, his job is in peril. But in general, whether that was the case or not, that's what, at this stage of development, this franchise desperately needs. Something as simple as being in the top 16 of 30 in the NBA. It ain't that much. One more segment to go. We'll wrap it up, take a look at the rest of the week on Nash Icon and Crescent City Sports as All Access continues on 106.1 FM. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon. Cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? Some months I make 200 to 300 bucks. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code FALL for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code FALL for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code FALL. Kane Brown, Blessed and Free Tour. Friday, October 22nd, Smoothie King Center. Special guests, Jordan Davis and Restless Road. See the meteoric rise of Kane Brown live. 
Tickets are on sale now at canebrownmusic.com. Presented by AEG Presents. The pandemic's reminded us we live in a sea of airborne germs that can assault us with every breath. Your nose is the body's first line of defense by helping filter out allergens, bacteria, and viruses before they reach your lungs. But like any air filter, the more clogged up it gets, the less it works. So how do you clean your nose? I'm Martin Hoke, and I didn't invent nasal irrigation. The neti pot's been around thousands of years. But I did invent Navage to make cleaning your nose easy. Navage uses powered suction to flush out mucus and germs that cause congestion, or worse, can make you sick. Over 2 million people use Navage to breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. Navage has over 70,000 online reviews averaging 4.7 stars because it works and it's easy to use. Go to Navage.com or find Navage at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Bed Bath, and Target. Now available with eucalyptus for a spa-like experience. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Whether it's offering curbside or next day delivery, for online orders on over 160,000 parts or getting involved in their local communities, when it comes to serving you, Napa's motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Big news from Simply Safe Home Security. Okay, okay. Actually, I think the horns are too much. Yeah, that's better. Big news. The new wireless outdoor security camera is here. Yes, Simply Safe's award-winning home security just got even better, taking whole home protection to a whole new level. Okay, I'm I'm missing the horns. Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera with 30% off a new system this week. Visit simplysafe.com. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24/7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have constructive dialogue on all access with Jude Young on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. While you're listening to hours and hours of the best high school football coverage in Louisiana, you can also watch De La Salle at Hanville Football on CrescentCitySports.com. We had some great games lately. Thriller on Saturday night, Easton and Carr. Interesting matchup between the Cavaliers and the Tigers kicking off at 7, but you should be listening to the original. Les East and I will be at Francesca's by Katie's in Lakeview. Chef Scott Craig even puts up with my no-bread-eating pizza. And I don't mean pita bread, P-I-T-A being me. He can take care of everybody's food needs with as good as you can eat in New Orleans, and it's New Orleans, so that speaks for itself, right? We'll be there from 6 to 7. George Washington Carver High School night. Byron Addison, their head coach. Some of their fans in the building. 
really good Rams football team so far this year. It'll be fun to talk to him about them. And then from 7 to 11, reports from around the state, expert analysis, coaches' interviews after big wins, you name it. And then 11 o'clock, the simulcast. Uh, Friday Night Football from WNOL and WGNO, Ed Daniels, and the 600-win head coach of John Curtis, the one and only J.T. Curtis. Another great night, week seven of high school football. So please join us. Thanks to Rudy Dixon on the board. I am Jude Young, back with you Friday for the countdown.